Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Bring On The Reviews podcast. If you want it, review it. My name's DC, and the goal of this podcast is to bring you a ton of movie news, comic book news, and even some TV news as well. This is the 84th episode of the podcast that's happening on November 14th, 2018. So, in this first section of Thumbs Up, Thumbs Down, I normally go over what's happening the last past week. Give it a thumbs up, thumbs down, all the way in a circle. So the first thing I have here is the the new name, well, just release name for the Disney streaming service. So if you haven't been listening to the podcast the last couple of weeks, I've been talking about um, how a lot of folks are doing their streaming service and Disney hasn't picked up the name yet, but they have um, this past week. So the name they're going with is a very, very simple name which is going to be Disney Plus. Um, it's, it's a nice name for the most part. There's nothing too out there. I think it's something that works well for what they need to do, and it's not something that is, you know, extra grand. Sometimes simple is better. So this streaming service was confirmed, and the name was confirmed by the CEO, um, Bob Iger. Um, he released that this is its actual name, and, you know, Plus is a decent name for the most part. So with this service, they'll have quite a bit of what they're going to have on there, which is going to be from um, Pixar movies to Marvel movies, Star Wars, um, National Geographic, and of course, the regular Disney movies. So if you think about all those things that's going to be on there, it should be a great um, streaming service. I'm kind of sad just because it's going to be releasing out in like the late um, 2019 for the U.S. um subscribers so for that one it's kind of sad but at the same time i'm kind of happy as well because you have all these streaming services coming out so it's going to be quite hard to figure out which one you want to keep are you going to do both of them and the actual pricing who knows how much this will cost just because there's quite a bit of pixar movies i would love to see i, I care less about the marvel ones they're they're good but at the same time i'm more or less concentrated on the the pixar movies and the disney ones as well but more or less the Pixar ones, because the Pixar ones are a great animated um, properties. So I kind of want to see what else comes with this whole thing. But for me, I give this one a thumbs up just because the name is simple and it works out well for what you need to get done. You don't need a, a extra grand name. You don't need to be like Disney Extreme or Disney, you know, to infinity or something like that. As long as it's regular, it sounds nice and it rolls with the tongue properly, then it should be good. So if you go and say, I want Disney Plus, you're like, oh, it's cool. It's kind of nice. Plus, the the actual image they showed with the unveiling of the name looks pretty solid as well. It's the Disney sign, and then there's a plus sign afterwards, and like little little archway over on top, which looks pretty cool and pretty sleek. And it shows what Disney's been doing for the last couple of years, which is good marketing and known when to keep it nice and simple. So for me, this one is definitely a thumbs up. So next thing I have here, it's kind of a, a sad moment. Um, this past week, I believe on Monday, I believe Monday, Veterans Day, yeah, Monday, I believe Monday, yes. Um, a very big staple in the, the cartoon slash comic related um, world has passed. So... Stanley actually passed um, on Monday, on Veterans Day. It's very, very sad to see that he's passed away. He was 95 years old when he passed. Um, his birthday was December 28th, um, 1922. So it's definitely 
a long-lived life. It's kind of cool that he was in quite a, a few Marvel movies. Well, the last past recent ones, he's made comi- cameos in all those movies. And it, it sucks that he's he passed away. Um, and I'd like to do a quick moment of silence for this fallen star. So, yep, yeah, um, Stanley will definitely, will definitely miss you. Definitely, for sure. I know that I do appreciate all of the the stuff he's done and the, the different properties he worked on. And being the hype person for the Marvel properties is definitely something you will, def- will miss. And the fact that you won't see his different cameos in movies, which is it's kind of the, the thing you look out for in every single Marvel movie. You're like, all right, where is he going to pop up and, you know... What is he going to be doing when he pops up and do, do the cameo? So it's going to be kind of sad to see the movies going forward that there won't be any more um, Stanley cameos. So that's going to be kind of kind of crazy and kind of surreal that you think about it. But yeah, um, that one I didn't give the thumb rating um, just because it's just it's a sad moment for sure. So for me, yeah, I I know that it'll be missed for sure. The next thing I have here is. Um, the trailer for fighting with my family. So I'm sorry, I didn't mention this earlier. So this is going to be mostly a, a trailer filled, um, podcast for today. I have a ton of trails I'm going over. There wasn't too much in the news besides those two things I just mentioned, but there's a quite a bit of trails that dropped this last couple of um, days. So this first trailer was, um, fighting with my family. So it's a, like a biopic of sorts. Well, not this autobiography of sorts as well. Um, it's going to be off the page WWE star that she has her own movie that's coming out. It should be um in theaters in February 2019. So it's it's very it's right around the corner basically. So The Rock is playing himself, and there's quite other stars that that's playing the Page character and also her brother. And you go through her life as. A young person to getting a, a break in the WWE. When I saw this trailer, I could be honest, this trailer didn't really speak to me at first. I I, I thought it was, was fine, and then eventually on the halfway mark, it started to feel bigger than life, and then I started to be drawn into it a little bit more. So I, I guess for me, just based on that alone, I give it a thumbs middle. Just because the first half of the trailer, I could care less for. And then when the second half came in, I was actually hyped and actually wanted to see this um, movie itself. So I think if they keep more of the second half of the trailer going and keep that theme and that kind of vibe, then I'll be good for this whole movie. But if they have it where there's quite a bit of lull area in the, in the beginning, then I might not be a perfect fan for this whole thing. Because I, I can be honest, I do like watching... WWE shows, and I do like watching the pay-per-views. As of late, it's been getting kind of stale, but for the story, I felt that it's kind of cool they did wanted to do it for her. It might have been a little too soon just because she hasn't done everything that she needed to do in WWE, so I feel like they could have picked another superstar to, to do a movie about, but they picked a, a fine movie to do something on someone, so I, I'm perfectly fine with that. So, when it comes down to it, I give this a trailer um, thumbs middle only because it really could have done better for what it showcased, and that's the only reason why, basically. 
next trail off here is um a trailer that has some hard hitters into it. Um, this one is a backtrace. It stars um, Sylvester Stallone, and he's playing a a cop that has this one villain that catches amnesia, and he has to find out where he stashed all the money that he caught. Well, not really caught. Where he um found? Well, not found. Can't really say found. He has to basically figure out where his money was stashed because of he had amnesia and whatnot. So I'm doing a very, very bad um, um, job of actually explaining what the trailer is about. But if you do go watch the trailer, you see the trailer itself. And for me, it definitely, it, it spoke to me, to be honest. Um, Sylvester Stallone played a good character in, in this trailer so far. And the, the storyline, what's been put in front of you, makes you want to see what exactly happens and where it's going to actually lead into. So for, for me, for a trailer and what it's supposed to do, it did exactly what it's supposed to um, accomplish. It made you really want to see what happens from point A to point B. You really want to figure out what really transpired while he was in jail. And you want to see exactly why why he's getting pieces here and there but not the full picture. So I want to see exactly what happens. I want to see um, what will transpire between them both. I want to see the cat and mouse kind of feel, and hopefully they show like a bigger picture and he, he gets the full memory back and it becomes like a showdown between them both. I can't wait to see what comes up about with this whole um, movie. I want to see another trailer, but don't show off too much because you could make it where... You give way, way, way too much, and then the whole plot's basically done. So hopefully they don't do, they don't do too much in the next trailer, and they give like a little bit more, and just not to wet your whistle on this whole thing. So for me, that one gives a thumbs up. Next trailer off here is on the Pokemon Detective Pikachu. So this one, it's it's a very hard score to give this one. Um, off the bat, I'll say I give this one a thumbs three quarters up, only because this one thing. And the one thing is Ryan Reynolds. I love his acting. I love him as a character. I love him as a person. He's a very, very awesome actor and cool dude from what I'm seeing. But, it's a a big but right now. The but is the fact that his voice is so distinctive that when he's playing the Pikachu character, it, it doesn't really do it for me properly. I'm sorry. I'd rather you have, like, your voice, like, masked or even do some other alternative voice. Just because when you hear Pikachu, I'm thinking someone else's voice. Even if it's, like, um, a deeper voice, I'm fine with that. But the fact that he just went full Ryan Reynolds with his voice, it makes me think that instead of it being Pikachu that happens to have some similarities to Ryan Reynolds' voice, it is Ryan Reynolds doing a Pikachu impersonation. Which for me, that's the down part for me. I can say this though. Justice Smith looks amazing this one. He's a definitely one of those upcoming actors that will do great in his whole career. I remember him being in The Beatdown. Um, the Beatdown? The Get Down. Yeah, The Get Down. That's on Netflix. <laughs> the Beatdown. Um, the Get Down. He was on that one. And also he was on um, the Jurassic World's the last movie. He was on that one. So seeing that he's doing so great for himself... I'm really, really happy for this um, person. But 
back to the whole voice thing. I, I personally don't like the voice for Pikachu. I, I kind of wish he'd try a little different, try a little harder for it. Everything else about the trailer is perfect, perfectly fine. I love the fact that they had the live-action Pokemon. It looks very, very good. Uh, I want to see how much would they fix up in the post-production. Because right now, it looks very, very good. So I can only see it going even further from here. So I could imagine what it's going to look like when they finish and actually put it out for theatrical release. And it's going to look very, very good. It looks very, very clean right now. And even like all the different Pokemon looks very, very sharp. looks very, very good. The animation looks top-notch. So I can't wait to see more from this whole thing. And I kind of wish they would have masked this voice and made it sound a little different rather than going full Ryan Reynolds. Because that, that, for me, it took me out of the trailer. But at the same time, I can say everything else is such great, so it was such a great thing that I have to still keep it above middle just because everything's such high caliber that that's the only thing that made the score drop down a bit for me. So this one is a thumbs three quarters way up. The next trail off here is actually two. It's for a Toy Story. So Toy Story 4 is coming out. It's coming out next summer, I believe. And the tra- a teaser trailer came out, which didn't really show much. It showed all the toys going around like a circle of sorts and there's clouds behind them. And then they introduced a new character, which is like a Spork character, which I guess that's fine. I could be honest. When I was a child, I never had a Spork character as a toy. I always had like a wrestler action figure or a G.I. Joe or something like that. So seeing that they introduced a a Spork, I kind of want to see what is his backstory, why is he introduced, and the fact that it's the fourth movie, why is he introduced so late, and why are they bringing this this kind of crazy character into the whole fold of everything. And, and I'm kind of I'm kind of confused, but at the same time, I want to see where is it going, but it didn't really do much for me. So for that one, I give it a thumbs middle just because the trailer didn't do much for a tease. It really just showed that they're going to be there. But at the same time, it's like they could have been doing something else and something different that would have made me like really like hit the heartstrings or something like that. Uh, I'd rather do more than what it did, which is like the circle um, pan shot of them all, which it really didn't do much for me at all. What did great for me, though, is the reaction to that trailer um, that came out. So there's another trailer that came out that reacted to the Toy Story 4 teaser trailer. And this one was done by... Not really done. It had two characters in it. It's a, a duck and a um, a bunny. And the duck and bunny are played by um, Key and Peele. Man, when I tell you this thing was funny, it had me had me smiling by the by the middle of it, and it just it kept on hitting the jokes. You could see that these characters are so cool with each other, and it's, you could feel the vibes of Key and Peele within these two plush animals. It, it just is just hilarious. It really was. It made me smile from ear to ear, and then at the end of it, Buzz Lightyear and um and Woody came in and did the whole you know this is what the movie's about kind of thing and what what, what not. So it's kind of cool to see them actually pop in at the end, which is fine. But for to, to see Key and Peele, or not really, see, to hear Key and Peele do their whole 
their their bit and gag and make fun of the trailer a little bit, it, it made me laugh. And I really, really enjoyed it just because uh, it, it just it just brought a lot of fun and a lot of um a lot of feels to it. And I kind of wish that's what the trailer, the teaser trailer did, but it didn't. But I'm glad that this reaction one came out because it really um, brought a lot of feels and brought a lot of smiles to my face when I heard it and actually saw it. And it just looked amazing. For that one, I give it a thumbs up. So it brings the whole Toy Story 4 trailer and reaction to bring that up to like a thumbs three quarters way up. So that that's the way I'm going to do that one kind of um, vibe right there. But yes. I kind of want to see more of Toy Story 4. Hopefully the next trailer is better than this teaser one they put out. Just because this teaser one didn't really do anything for me. But if they bring out another trailer that makes me feel something. Then I'll be glad to give it a higher score. But for now, that teaser gets a middle. The reaction to it gets up. The whole thing in general gets a thumbs three quarters the way up. So the next thing I fear is um, a movie that's... That seems kind of weird to me, but at the same time, it it felt like a a music video of sorts, which I wasn't really digging at all. So that's why I'm gonna give this one a three quarters away down, just because there's a lot of pop stars in this one movie, and the movie's called Ugly Dolls. So um, music is from left to right. It feels like it wanted to do a Trolls remake of sorts. But instead of getting like a a lot of high caliber actors, it got a lot of recording artists to come in and do voices. And for me, that's what brought me down. Uh, they they showed all the recording artists beforehand. I believe Kelly Clarkson is the main person. Um, Pitbull's in there. Um, Nick Jonas is in there as well. There's other other artists that's in there playing voices, which for me. If you're making a movie, and you make an animated movie, you should have quite a bit of seasoned actors, and then probably like one or two artists that pops in there to do the little uh, singing cameo. But for, for me, when I saw this whole thing, and I heard the voices, and then they sung for the most part of the the trailer, it took me out of it. And I was like, eh, I, I really care less for this whole thing, just because they're singing for the most part. And it sounds like a, a music video, straight up music video. It doesn't sound like how Trolls did, which with Trolls did a nice thing, where they brought Justin Timberlake, which he's a pretty good actor for what he's actually accomplished, and then bring in Anna Kendrick. So she's an amazing actress. So you bring them both together, that's the mix between, you know, artist and an actor. So that that's what they needed, which this one failed to do. So it's just nothing but quite a bit of artists and like one or two actors. So they had uh, Wanda Sykes in there play a role as well. And then they had one more person, but that was basically it. So you had an overflow of artists and not enough seasoned actors. So when you put those two together, it's not a good meld. It, it makes the point where they, it really didn't do anything for me at all. And I was like, I can't wait this trail. It's over. And then when it's over, I was like, yeah, I probably won't see this movie whatsoever. Even the story itself really didn't do anything just because it didn't really show much. It showed a couple things and it just went to like a singing um, route, which I was like, uh, okay, I guess this is a movie, I guess. It feels like a Trolls ripoff for, for the most part, so I'm not really 
sure what's going on, but if it would, it wasn't my kind of movie, so I, I'm good. This one gets a three quarters thumbs all the way down. Next try off here is Mowgli, the Legend of the Jungle. So if you haven't seen the the Jungle Book in the last couple of years, they did a remake with um, Disney. So this is not it. So this one is the one that was being made by Andy Serkis. And he's like the motion capture um, savant, basically. So he's he was on a, um, a remake of the Jungle Book. And Disney slash um, John Favreau was doing a remake of Jungle Book as well. But what happened was the Disney one came out first. Even though this kind of announced around the same time, Disney sped up their timetable to go out first. And then this one came out afterwards, of course. This one will be coming out in next month, December. Yeah. This will be coming out next month in December. So, so far, from seeing this one trail alone, it looks very, very good. It looks quite solid. I think that it could potentially be even better than the Disney version of it. That's because every actor looks very, very good. I kind of wish they got... Um, another actor to play Baloo, but Baloo sounds fine. I'm perfectly fine with him. Um, His voice does sound more... It sounds way too much on the Bob Hoskins and kind of wish there was more of a a buddy character of sorts because it sounds like it's Bob Hoskins from the the Percy Flame Roger Rabbit. That's what it sounds like. And for me, this... I kind of wish he had more of a, 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 yeah, more of a buddy vibe. I kind of wish he had his voice a little softer. I kind of wish he was more of like a, a joke, kind of, but I can understand why. So I want to see what exactly comes about this whole thing. It's supposed to be more accurate to the book itself. So I'm, I'm interested to see it. I didn't read the book at all. I only know the animated property from Disney. So seeing this whole trailer looked amazing and the fact that he didn't whitewash any of the characters was top notch as well um so i can't wait to see more of it i really can't this one gets a thumbs up it just looked very very good the animation looks superb um the the mowgli character looks pretty nice as well i wasn't sure how far the story would they go but it feels like they're gonna do the same kind of story where you know child mowgli goes to the um the human race and then figure out like, Oh, I'm a human being. And then he has the whole ambassador kind of thing between humans and, um, animals alike. So I kind of want to see it. Be honest. I I can't wait to December hits and this comes out. I think this is coming out in both theaters and on Netflix. So it'd be kind of cool to see exactly what shows up. So for me, thumbs all the way up. So the next section I have here is coming to theaters. So every week, there's at least a couple of movies that come out in theaters, and I rank them from either interested to I'll pass. So if you click on the actual link of this podcast, you'll see all the trailers that I'm talking about for these four movies that came out this, this not really came out, are coming out this week. Um, so the first movie is Fantastic Beasts, The Crimes of Grindelwald. So this one looks very, very good. I'm actually interested in seeing this movie. I didn't see the, the previous movie, which... I might, uh, not might, I have to go and, like, like rent out the other one so I can see it. Because this con- continuation of the the next, the fr- the last one that came out. So I gotta go watch this one. And then watch that one, too, of course. 
Um, but from what's been shown in the trailer so far, it looks very, very good. Uh, I think it looks quite interesting to me. And I wouldn't mind seeing where would this Harry Potter franchise keep will go, basically. Because this is um the new Scalamander, or Scamander. I think that's how you say his name. But it's, it's following his character again. And you see more of what's happening. And I kind of want to see a Dumbledore series for some strange reason. His character seems quite interesting. And the fact that he's such an old character, you can tell more of his story too. So I want to see where will it go after they do... I think they can do one more movie. Because I think it's a trilogy they're going to do. I'm not sure. I got to look that up again. But if they do decide to do some other characters, I wouldn't mind seeing a Dumbledore movie. And then potentially like a um, Sidious Black movie. Because... I want to see more of his character, too. So, based on these, this trail alone, and from what I've seen in the past, Fantastic Beasts, The Crimes of Grindelwald, looks pretty good. I want to see it. The next one I have here is Instant Family. So, this movie's coming out, and this one stars um, Mark Warburg and I think Rose Byrne. I believe it's Rose Byrne. But yes, this one looks pretty, very good. It's based on a true story. It looks pretty solid. I wouldn't mind going seeing this at all. I'm actually quite interested in seeing this movie. It looks very, very good. It looks funny. It looks like it hits your, your heartstrings as well. Um, it looks like it will be something that all the fan members can go to and watch. And you have, instead of one movie this week, you have two. So you have either go see Fantastic Beast or go see Instant Family. Instant Family looks like it's going to be a lot, a lot of fun. And then, you know, Fantastic Beast is like a lot of, you know, sci-fi-ness of sorts. But I would definitely go see this movie um, tomorrow if I had the chance to. But yeah, Instant Fam looks very, very good, and I, I really want to go see it. The next trailer I have here is, um, not really next trailer, the next movie is um, Widows. So this one's coming out as well. This one has, it's star-studded. What I mean star-studded, it's like almost everyone is a star in this movie. It looks very, very good. And the fact that it's mostly female-led is a definite plus. This whole... It has a vibe of, like, set it off. Um, so I'm kind of actually interested to see this movie. I want to see what exactly happens when these ladies pull off this heist, especially the fact that they don't really know each other and they have basically three days to get this whole thing done. This plan that... Um, the Liam Neeson character made and unfortunately passed away before he actually could do it. So to see what exactly comes about when these ladies come together and do this one job one time. So I, I want to see more of it. I kind of have a feeling where it will go, but I still want to see it because it looks very, very good. And these actors and actresses are, are amazing. So I can't wait to see it. Very interested, by the way. Um, so the next uh, movie I have here is Green Book. So this one here, um, Viggo Morganson, this man could transform. OMG. Like, it's such an amazing thing to see him go from, you know, um, Aragorn, or Aragorn, Aragorn, Aragorn? Yeah, Aragorn. I think that's his name. From that and Lord of the Rings to, um... The violence movie, History of Violence, I believe it's called. History of Violence. Yeah, and then um, this movie, and then there's so many movies where he transforms each and every role, and he's such a great character. I, I just, great, well, great actor, you can say that. Great actor. He looks 
like a great actor, and he gets things done. And then um, Marshalu Ali, I think that's how you say his name. He's a great actor as well. So the fact that they've both are placed together as one movie, it looks like the they're gonna play off quite nicely off each other. And I was actually interested from the first trailer that came out, just because the dynamic of the whole thing, the the main character where he's trying to make sure that folks understand his music, that folks um, understand him, and the fact that he won't belittle himself to stoop down to anyone else's standards. So it looks very, very good to me, and I, I really can't wait to see this whole thing. So this week is going to be a quite a, a interesting, you know, movie outgoing experience, just because there's four movies that are very, very amazing that will come out this this coming week, and... I might spend my whole weekend at the movie theater. Like, for real. I'm going to be there all day, all night. I'm going to see all of them. I have AMC A-list, so I'm probably see three of them and then pay for the other one, potentially. Just because all of them are good. There's none of these movies that I would say I'll wait till it comes out like another week. I probably would try to go see all of them this week and make that happen. So, um, that's all I have for this episode. Um, you can find us on all social medias. On Instagram, Facebook, Tumblr, YouTube, iTunes at Bring On Reviews. You can find us on Twitter at Bring On Reviews. No, the not one. You can use the hashtag Bring On Reviews for any comments, personal reviews, and suggestions you might have. You can even visit the website, which is BringOnReviews.com, for any movie reviews and even this podcast as well. If you love watching TV shows, enjoy watching movies. Therefore, you should definitely put your voice out there and start writing some reviews. If you want to write from reviews for this website, please email me at info at bringonthereviews.com and use the subject line, I want to join the review team. Um, besides that, you can also send in any questions and inquiries you might have to that same email address as well. Do find me on social media, on Instagram, Snapchat, and Twitter at Dwight Ant C. That's D-W-I-G-H-T-A-N-T-C. Again, that's D-W-I-G-H-T-A-N-T-C. Or if you want to email me directly, you can email me at dc at bringonorreviews.com. And we'll catch your reviewers next time.